When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I hope everybody is doing well. Grant Napier with you here on Listen Up. I uh, literally just got done with another show with a couple of guys and uh, an audience on uh, Twitter. So I'm sitting down. I've got my headset on. Let me take a sip of water here. There we go. I'm now good. How, how the hell are you? How about the NBA playoffs? How about Steph Curry? You know, I did my rant on this. In this day and age, with so many damn spoiled athletes, so many me, me, me guys, uh, so many guys that aren't team guys, that are disruptive, that, you know, want big contracts all the time, hold out, are pain in the asses in the locker room, are malcontents. Steph Curry is such a throwback. He's such a professional. How many guys, how many athletes or gals, regardless of what what sport you're talking about, would be willing with his resume of MVPs, championships, and everything else to come off the bench and do what he did? And how about last night coming off the bench and scoring 34 points? Again, I'm only going back to... 2004, because I know a lot of people that are listening are from Sacramento, but the Kings had the best record in the NBA on March 2nd, best record in the NBA. And Chris Weber had been out the entire year, the entire year. And Chris should have been coming off the bench. The Kings had a starting five that were clicking better than any team in the league. You think Chris would have come off the bench? Hell no, Chris wouldn't have come off the bench. His ego would not have allowed him to come off the bench. You look at Steph Curry. That's called being a professional. That's called all for one and one for all. That is big time. I am so damn impressed with how Curry handles himself both on the floor and off the floor. Big time impressed. I mean, you want to talk about a consummate team guy. Just look at Steph Curry. So now the Warriors are up to love. The Dallas Mavericks stayed alive in a must-win game, going back to Salt Lake City for games three and four. And obviously it's not a must-win by the mathematics, but anyone out there think Dallas was going to lose two games at home and then win four of the next five? Tonight you got Atlanta, Miami, Minnesota, Memphis, and New Orleans is at Phoenix. And this tonight is pretty much a must-win game for Memphis. No way Memphis, in my opinion, is losing tonight and winning this series. So it's a big, big series. Uh, Giants are in New York taking on the Mets. They are tied up in the uh, later innings there, 4-4. You want to hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and we'll put you right on. If you want to talk about the NBA, if you want to talk about baseball, if you want to talk about anything else, we'll be happy to do that. All right? Let's get the show rolling here. We'll get to some phone calls, and we start with Thomas. Hey, Thomas, good afternoon. How are you? We lost there, the you mic there. We'll get, there we go. Thomas, how are, how are you, Thomas? Hey, I'm doing good, Grant. Hey. <laughs> so let's look at the other side of the spectrum here. You have Curry on one. Thomas, I'm going to put you back in the audience, and then we'll put you right back on. You broke up. You broke up on me. Let's do it again. Hit that hand height there. We'll do it again in a minute. Just uh, raise your hand when you get a chance, Thomas. I would like to uh, continue that conversation, uh, and uh, we will do it. All right, here we go. Let's try Thomas again. 
See if we got a little bit of a better connection right here on Listen Up. I'm sorry, Thomas, uh, that we broke up. What can I do for you? Can you hear me now? Yes, hear you great. Okay. So look at the other side of that game from, uh, you know, the player of, of what, we, what you just said. And then you had DeMarcus, who almost got in a fight with one of his players at, on a, on a uh, timeout. Did you see that? Yeah, and then he got kicked out of game one with two technicals, right? He got ejected. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so, uh, but, it, but, it's, but he's misunderstood. It's never his fault. It's always somebody else's fault. He's always, he's been misunderstood since he came out of Kentucky. Uh, it's not his fault. It's just the situation that he's in. I don't know if you knew that or not, but it's yeah. never, ever his fault. No, I understand that. I mean, you know, season ticket holder for years and watched him and, and, uh, but, you know, it's kind of funny. It's, you know, he's the nemesis that started your issue, you know, with what was going on. Right. So it's just blowing up in his face, you know, good advertising for what's going on here, you know. So, but uh, anyway, yeah, you're right about uh, uh, Seth, just amazing. Um, we saw him, my son and I saw him play golf up at Lake Tahoe, right? Yeah, yeah. At the, uh, at the Pro-Am. Celebrity golf tournament, yeah. He was an amazing golfer, but he's walking down and he's just talking to the kids and talking to the crowd. You know, it just, he is just uh, what represents sport for, for young kids. Like you said before, is jerseys and everything. That's the kid you want your, jer your kid's jersey to be on, you know, so it's. Absolutely. You know, I, when I was growing up, um, my son idolized Derek Jeter, and I was so happy that he picked Derek Jeter to be a role model because Derek was as perfect as you can be if there is such a thing as a, a perfect athlete. And I look at Steph as the same way. The way he conducts himself on the court, off the court, uh, I have the utmost admiration for him. I really do. Yeah. And that's probably why, you know, hopefully during his time, he can win another championship too. You know, he deserves yep. it. So, yep. okay, Grant. Well, thanks. I just wanted to bring up uh, your old buddy there. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Thomas. Have a good one. We'll see you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Good call right there. All right, let's get to uh, some others right here. And uh, why don't we chime in and say hello to Jeff. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Good, Grant. How are you doing today? I'm good, buddy. Good to hear from you. You're pretty busy lately. I mean, you're doing all kinds of shows. I listened to your to your podcast today so uh you're, Thank this you. is the thir third show i've listened to you plus i listened to your rants but you're gonna uh, you're gonna get it you're gonna get a grant napier overdose that's not good for uh, you buddy you're probably gonna need a vacation you, i had to go hide because my wife you know she thinks i listen to you too much sometimes <laughs> um, we're retired uh, we run a dog rescue so i'm not i can't help her sometimes but anyway that's funny I listened to your to your podcast about uh, you know the athletes and the fans yep. and all that, and I wanted to chime in uh, yep. about whatever happened to. Remember when you played sports? I played sports in the seventies and you know in the early eighties and all that. You know, you were told don't get rabbit ears. Remember, remember that? Yeah, you, yeah, of you course. Told, yeah, don't get rabbit ears. You know, and I I, I played. For the Air Force, I played in Europe for three years and traveled all around. And I don't know if you remember in the service, they uh, gave you those funky black glasses. And oh my God, did I take yeah. a ribbon all the time? Hey, for I look at that, you know, and everything. And sure, I, I had to sh shut it down. And I just used that internally to make me a better player. You know, I just I took it as a challenge. You know, everyone's and... different. You know, everyone, we all are, we all deal with different things. Uh, we deal with things differently. I should say, um, what makes one person tick doesn't make me tick or vice versa. So I just think in general, our athletes are just way too oversensitive. Now fans don't get a free pass here. There are a lot of idiots that go to games oh, and yeah. they should be, they should be reprimanded and dealt with. But there's also like, for instance, the fan a couple of weeks ago in Brooklyn that said, right. Hey, you got to take the game over Kevin. I mean, yeah. and he tells the fan to shut the F up and sit down. I mean, that's well, just, you know, come on. Well, come on. well I, I heard you say that today. Mike back, come back on that. They've been babying their whole life from school, high school, junior high, you know, high school, spoiled brats, coddled, 
you know, they've been, they showed no respect for authority. Now yep. that they're yep. getting millions, like you said, dollars for his antics of the flipping off, which was chunk change, you know. So it, there's no recourse for these guys. Well, you know, again, Kyrie Irving was fined fifty thousand dollars by the NBA today. What's fifty thousand dollars to Kyrie Irving? He makes what six hundred thousand a game? Yeah, it's chunk change. You know that he 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 spends that going to the strip club or something. You know, or buying the shit. And you know, I, you know, and as far as think about the vast majority of us that are listening right now, okay, and there there would be an exception, but the most of us think about if somebody just came up to you right now and gave you $50,000. Think about oh. how that would just change. No, real, I'm just, right, exactly. Yeah. Just think about somebody coming up and giving you $50,000 and what type of an impact that would oh. make on your life. And yet Kyrie Irving and, the, and a lot of our athletes, they don't give a damn when they're fined $50,000. Right. It's not a deterrent to them. And it's just, such, it's sad, it's terrible. You know, it that, really is. To me, that's a, a whole year of house payments. I mean, right. I mean, I mean, for, for a lot of different people, it's, you know, it, but I mean, we would all just be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just got fifty thousand dollars. And you'd be telling all your friends and your, your you know, you it would be like huge. But the, the athletes in this day and age, it doesn't it, it's not a deterrent, you know, because they're making so much money. Fifty thousand dollars doesn't mean anything. It's like, oh, OK, I got fine. Fifty grand. Big deal. You know, it's crazy. So, hey. So are cowbells no longer? I mean, you know, the kings with the cowbells and in the behind the bench. That was that was crazy and annoying to other teams. I guess is that banned now? Yeah, the league said no artificial noisemakers are allowed in arenas anymore. I was oh, I didn't know that. You didn't you didn't say that in your podcast, but I got to thinking about it. You know, and you know, I don't know when they did that. So one other thing, I've been wanting to talk to you about this for. Uh, the last since the Masters, I was yeah. so dis I was so disappointed that they didn't cover Tiger's rounds, and I thought the rate I had to watch it on on the internet, you know, the live feed off the internet, and I think they missed an opportunity of ratings to cover his other rounds. That See, I disagree with you. I I disagree with you. I think they oversaturated us with Tiger, and he wasn't in contention on Saturday and Sunday. And it's right. not fair to the other golfers that are in contention. And if, if now, if you're saying they should have had a spell, well, they actually did. I mean, Tiger was part of the featured group on masters.com that you right. could have watched uh, around the clock. You could have watched every shot that Tiger Woods hit, I believe, on, on a featured group. But I personally thought they gave us too much Tiger. And I, oh, yeah. I love watching Tiger play too. But I didn't want to see Tiger that much on Sunday when he's not in contention, when, you know, he's not relevant, I, I don't want to see every shot that he makes on that well, situation. I'm not talking out about of Sunday. I'm talking about on Friday and Saturday when he was still kind of, he was. Well, Friday, I think they, they showed every shot he had on Friday. Did they not? Oh, they did. I, don't I thought remember. they did. I watched, I watched Friday's round. I don't think they missed a, a putt okay. or a shot by Tiger. Anyways, that's, that's what I was thinking because you're always talking about the ratings and, when he's yep. in there, you know, but uh, yep. you're spot on. You're spot on about Curry. I mean, you know, it goes back to how he was raised by his mother and father's dad with respect. These athletes nowadays, yep. they don't know who's paying their salary, the fans and the people. Some athletes, some and, athletes. And, well, a lot of them, you know. No, 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 no. Some athletes. I mean, yeah. we got to be careful here. I've worked in professional sports, and I would say that's not true. Some athletes, a lot of the athletes do get it. A lot of the athletes are completely aware. Uh, I would say some athletes. You got to be careful about stereotyping all athletes. So I would say some athletes. And I would also say they, I would say the minority, not the majority of athletes. That's that's my opinion. All right. Well, thank you for the correction. So anyways, I, it, well, I guess it's, the guys who don't that make the it stands out so much you know that that's that's what it that's what it comes about yeah i understand it, you know so that's what makes it so big of a deal so uh and then this this morning on your podcast you're talking of um uh uh doggone it 
you were talking. Who was the rebounding guy and the guy in the game you were talking about? And you were you're talking the guy who plays that he just knows his role. I mean, you don't. Um, know. I, I I was talking about players that that understand their roles and just goes out and you know do what they can do. I don't know which. I I can't remember the the the, the name I used, but um, I I'm a big believer in. The successful teams in sports, Jeff, are really successful because, yeah, they have good players, but their their players that aren't their stars understand their roles oh. and they and they right. understand if they're going to play. Do you know the name who I was talking about? Yes, it was Ben Simmons. And, you know, I wanted to tell you, I don't think uh, Tatum makes that shot. I think Simmons is on him in that game. Oh, yeah. And there's no question. I, I totally agree. Uh, no doubt. I mean, the the Nets were sleepwalking on that defensive possession. They were sleepwalking. Right. So th- and then you were comparing him to like, uh, um, gosh darn it, my thinking. The guy who played for the Bulls, the the rebound, Dennis, Dennis Rodman. Rodman, and the other. Well, guy what I, I was saying, about, yeah, what I was saying about Ben Simmons, about, Jeff. He yeah, he doesn't need right. the ball to be successful. Right. right. The other guy I thought about was Ron Artest. Who was the defense and a, a right. real uh, a guy who was a disturbance and he, he a rebounding guy. Yep. Hey Jeff, good hearing from you, buddy. All right, Take you care. have a good one, Jeff. Talk to you later. You too. All right. All right. If you want to come on the show, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. Now Ben Simmons is a scorer. He's not a shooter. I mean, he can score. I mean, he was averaging over twenty points a game, but his defense. And his rebounding and everything else was was outstanding, you know. But who who the hell knows if he's coming back or not, right? Uh, I wouldn't hold my breath. That's for sure. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls right here on Listen App. You can come on. Just hit your hand icon, and we'll put you on like Jerry. Hey, Jerry, how are you? I'm fine, Grant. How are you doing today? Good, buddy. What's up? Hey, Grant, you know, $50,000 for these players, you know, that's, you know, that's an embarrassment. I, I mean, should you think it should be like a game check? I mean, it's so ridiculous what these players get away with now. I do, but the uh, the union will not allow it. It's All these things are bargained collectively, the collective bargaining agreement, and they will not, you can't do that. Right. There's precedent set. You can't, you can't do it. Right. Jerry, you're breaking up on me. I'm going to put you back. I'm going to, Jerry, call back in a, in a minute or two. You're, uh, you got bad connections, so I put you back in the audience. It's just, I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. But, you know, the union's going to contest that, and they're going to win. And so I, I still would like to know where the commissioner is. I, I just, I would love to hear the commissioner come out and admonish these acts. I, I just would. I would love to hear that. I don't hear it from Adam Silver. I mean, he's become a puppet. He's a puppet commissioner. You ever hear him come out and make any types of criticism towards his players? Never. Never. I mean, come on now. You know, it's happening on a all too regular basis. Just ridiculous. I just don't understand it. He's the commissioner of the league. At least address it, all right? Because I know, I know privately he can't be happy with it. I can tell you that. You know, I, I would think the players' association would be concerned about what's going on too. This is not—it's uh, just not a good precedent to be setting. It's not—I don't think it's good for the sport. You know, I just don't. I don't think it's good for the sport. And again, Kyrie Irving gets uh, gets fined fifty grand. Is that a big deal to him? Right? Is it a big deal to him? Doesn't seem like it. Doesn't seem like it. All right. Again, if you want to come on, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and we will put you uh, right on, Jerry. If you want to try again, we'll do it again and see if you're in a better area, and uh, we will get you up and do it uh, tomorrow, same time. Three o'clock Thursday is a travel day for me. I will not be able to do the show on Thursday. And then we'll be uh, back with you again uh, on Friday. 
May have to do it a little bit later than three o'clock on Friday, but I'll keep you posted. You'll get all the information that you need and we'll uh, get you ready for the weekend. Again, three games in the NBA playoffs tonight. And when you look at a must situation, the Memphis Grizzlies are in a tight, tight situation after losing uh, game one. Big game for the Memphis Grizzlies tonight at home against Minnesota before the series shifts. All right, Jerry, let's see if we hear you again. Go ahead. Grant, Grant can you hear me better now? Yep, yep, much better. Thank you, buddy. Grant, you just asked, where's Adam Silver at? You know, he's probably trying to find his balls, my friend. I mean, you know, I don't mean to say that, Grant, but, you know, it's true. It's very sad. He's become a puppet. He's a puppet commissioner. And one more thing, Grant, I want to ask you before. Uh, do you think some of these owners pay their players fines? No, I don't. Um, I believe that it comes right out of the player's paycheck. Do I think the owners? No, I think because oh, of I accounting see. and how strict okay. everything is now. No, I don't believe that. All right, sir. Well, Grant, have a great show, okay? Thank you. Jerry, take care. Bye-bye. And I could be wrong about that. I mean, I could be wrong about that, but I don't believe so. I don't believe so. And if it's done, it's done under the table and it's done with cash. All right. But do you really need to have owners pay the fines of players? I mean, the average salary in the NBA, right? Like, for instance, look at Kyrie Irving's salary. All right. Look at his salary. Now, he didn't get paid for every game this year because of COVID and, you know, everything else because he wasn't vaccinated, right? So when you look at how much money he makes playing basketball, all right, his, I believe every game, all right, I believe every game he's making 400 and $31,000. Now, just think about that for a minute. Think about that. That's right. Every night, every night that he steps onto the court, he's making over $400,000. Can you believe that? Right? I mean, is that unbelievable or what? And then you have a player who is one of the very best players of his generation in Kevin Durant, right? So Kevin Durant tells a fan who just said, you got to take the game over, Kevin. And Kevin says, you got to shut the F up and sit down, right? So Kevin Durant makes, in addition to his salary, all of his other income, sneakers, etc. His base salary, base salary this year, $40 million. Base salary. You think Kevin Durant gives a damn when he gets fined $25 or $50,000? Really? Come on now. Come on. I mean, let's get serious here. It's not a deterrent. It's not a deterrent in any way, shape, or form. All right. Let's get to some more phone calls. And why don't we check in and uh, we'll hear from Cody when he hits his microphone icon. Cody, there you go. How are you, Cody? Good. How are you doing, man? Good, Cody. Thanks for calling. Yeah, I appreciate you and, and doing the show. Um, question for you. I assume that there is bonuses for being in the playoffs, but I wanted to get your insight on it if you knew how it worked. Obviously, let's say I'm an NBA player and I make $5 million a year or something like that. That's obviously for the regular season. Do right. I make anything in addition if, you know, we make it to the playoffs and I'm playing in games and whatnot? 
You do, but it's much less than you get paid during the regular season. You get what is called a playoff share. And if you win the first round, you get more than the losing team. But it is you 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 do get money for uh, the postseason. But comparatively speaking, it's less than what you get paid for the regular season. Oh, that's interesting. So even if you take a seven game series, you know, first round seven game series, whoever wins that series just gets automatically more. That's correct. That's interesting. So there's not there's obviously the competitive aspect of it of uh, just winning to win, but then you also have a financial incentive to yes, win as well. That is very true. Yes, that's interesting. Cool. And then, uh, <clears throat> do you know like if uh, let's say you go to the second round and then the you know Western Conference Finals and Finals, does your pay go up by round? Yes. Yes, it goes up by round. Yes, that's correct. You get more and more as you go on in the playoffs. Yep. Is that same thing with like refs and broadcasters, coaches, all that? Uh, well, broadcasters all have different contracts based on what they negotiate. And so I, I can't speak on that. I would think if you talk to broadcasters around the league, their contracts are different. Their bonuses would be different. So I can't speak on everyone. Refs, no. Um, I know refs get paid extra. Uh, I have a, a couple of friends that are umpires and they get paid uh, significant money for doing postseason games. I would think the same is true of NBA officials as well. Yes, I would actually think it's 100% accurate. Cool. Well, those are all the questions I have. Thanks, Ben. Okay. Hey, thanks, Cody. Have a good one. Take care. Appreciate it. All right, let's get to, uh, whoops, Richard, I hit the wrong button. Oh, I hit the wrong button. That's my fault. Uh, we'll get Richard on. Sometimes I hit the wrong button on my app. Richard, how are you? You're on with Grant. Richard. Hello. Hello. There you go, Richard. Hello. What's up? How you doing? I'm good. For some reason, we have a hard time <laughs> keeping it clear. I haven't talked to you in a while. Last time I think I got cut off. Can you hear me now? Yep, I hear you great. Okay, great. Now, a couple of things. I was thinking back to last week when you were talking about the good old days, you know, and you were because I, I, you know, back in the good old days, I was living in Sacramento. I moved to San Diego in 2007, but I listen to your program quite often. And I even listened to it when I lived here in San Diego. And I just I had to ask you, I bet you do miss your conversations with your old buddy, Stanley. Yeah, I do miss Stan I do that uh, during the football season. We had some very animated conversations as it related uh, to the Cowboys, which, by the way, if Stanley were listening right now, they still haven't won. They still haven't done anything. And so that hasn't changed. That's the one constant. But, yeah, I do miss that. Yeah, I enjoyed talking with Stanley. And as you say that, I've lost you again. I don't know what's the deal, Richard, with your phone, man. Yeah. Maybe you're still – oh, there you go. I thought maybe you're back in Phuket or you're in Thailand somewhere. And that's that, – now you're off again. So I'll put um, you back yeah, in the audience. Yeah, really? I don't know. Yeah, I, I put you back in the audience. You keep on coming in and out. I don't know what the deal is every time that – because I love talking to you, and but um, you just cut out all the time when you're on with me. I don't know why that is. I, I, I wish I knew. I really do. I wish I knew why that is. Um, but I do miss that. Yeah, I wish Stanley would call. It would be fun to talk to him. That's for sure. We had some pretty fun, animated phone calls when I was doing radio uh, in Sacramento. All right, if you want to come on, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. Grant Napier here on Listen App. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow we'll do it again right at the 3 o'clock. I'm off Thursday because of travel, and then we'll be doing the show on Friday. Uh, NBA, as I said, tonight with the uh, three games and the big game, really, uh, to me, is the Memphis Grizzlies. They are in a situation where they absolutely uh, have to win this game tonight. All right, they've gone to extra frames in New York uh, with the Giants uh, and the Mets. Tied at four. Washington beat Arizona earlier uh, today by the score of six to one. Washington over Arizona by the score of uh, six to one. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, we are able to do so. Again, the NBA lottery is still a couple of weeks away, so we don't know whether the Kings will be drafting uh, in the top four or will they be six, seven, eight, nine? We don't know. We'll find that out on May. 17th NFL draft coming up next weekend. So your thoughts on that, you know, again, without the quarterbacks near the top of the draft this year, it's got a completely different feel because normally it's quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. 
That's not the case this year. I mean, you may see an offensive lineman go number one. Uh, that could very well be the case. You could have an edge rusher uh, go number one, but it will not be a quarterback in all likelihood. In all likelihood. that's We can pretty much tell you that. All right, Cody, you're next here on Listen Up. Hey, Cody. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sorry, I lied to you. I had a, I had another question come to mind. Yes, um, go ahead. I listened to the program that you were on uh, just like an hour ago, and one of the lines that you said was that you hope that you'll eventually be able to move back to California um, yep. What would what would prompt that? What would allow you to go back? Uh, job opportunity. Gotcha. That would be Are the you... only way I would. That, that's the only way I would go back to Sacramento. I okay, mean, so... if I don't have, I don't. If I don't have a job opportunity, in other words, if I can't make a living uh, to the degree that I want to, I would not move back to Sacramento. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then with living in Florida, do you, are you working out in Florida besides doing obviously the nope. show? This is what I do. I do broadcasting and I actually love living in South Florida. Um, I enjoy the lifestyle. I enjoy the climate. I enjoy the privacy. And I, I say this in all due respect. I don't mean this like I'm patting myself on the back, but I have two different lives. I have a life when I'm in the greater Sacramento area and I have a life when I'm not. And when I'm in greater Sacramento area, Everyone knows who I am. And when I'm not, I become a private person again. And I have really enjoyed the private part of my life living down here in Florida where people don't know who I am. I've really enjoyed that. I forgot what that was like because really for my entire adult life, for the most part, being on TV in Sacramento in a small area, let's face it, Sacramento is a relatively small yeah. community compared to a lot of other cities in America. Uh, so I've, I, I enjoy my private part of my life and, you know, I don't know what tomorrow brings, uh, but I'm not, my work is my podcast. It's doing this, it's doing the no filter network, uh, which, you know, I've enjoyed doing, but at some point I got to make a living. I'm doing a lot of this broadcast work for free. Uh, like this show, you know, I do it cause I like talking to everyone. I don't get paid. All right. I like just doing it. So eventually I want to monetize what I'm doing and I will, but for right now, I'm just doing this and we'll see what tomorrow brings. Yeah. You're uh, <clears throat> how you explain, you know, how you're living in, in South Florida reminds me of your story about David Stern in uh, Europe <laughs> trying to escape. Yeah. You know what? The, uh, that was an amazing guy. story in Bangen, Switzerland. Uh, my wife and I are at this small little hotel and we're eating breakfast in the middle of nowhere, Vangen, Switzerland, a tiny little town. And she goes, babe, that's David Stern over there. And I'm like, no, it's not. She goes, I'm telling you, that's David Stern. I'm like, get out of here. And she goes, I just saw David Stern. And I'm like, where is he? He goes, he's 
uh, you know, there's a buffet breakfast. He's right over there. So I get up and I'm, I go to, you know, in, in Europe, the breakfasts are unbelievable. I mean, the, 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 the croissants, the pastries, I mean, everything else. So I, David Stern's in front of where the croissants are and everything. And I'm standing about three feet and I go, David. And he looks at me and we had just been together for the premiere of down in the Valley, the 30 for 30. And I had just been with David a few months earlier in New York at the Tribeca Film Festival. And he looks at me and he goes, Grant, what are you doing here? And I said to him, I was just going to ask you the same question because I'm not kidding you. I'm not exaggerating. We are in a tiny, tiny little town in Switzerland. And we talk for a few minutes and then I go sit down with my wife and he goes sit down with his wife. And then he comes back to the table. He goes, Grant, I have a favor. He goes, please don't tell anyone that you saw me here. This is our sanctuary. He goes, my wife and I come here every year. This is our getaway. No one knows me here. And I said, I won't tell a word. I won't tell a soul. And I didn't until he passed. And I get it. I understand. I mean, David freaking Stern probably, you know, again, the NBA had become global. He probably yeah. can't go anywhere. And he found this little sanctuary in Bangen, Switzerland, this hotel up against a mountain. And I mean, Nothing near it. I mean, I'm talking about in the middle of nowhere with the beauty. I mean, Switzerland's beauty, the Alps. Are, and I just, and he said, yeah, we come here every summer. It's my sanctuary. It's my getaway. And I was like, I promise I won't say a word. And I never did until he passed. Wow. And what, I think you said it, but remind me what year that was. It would have been, gosh, right after the premiere of the down the valley, the 30 for 30. So I'm going to say, don't hold me to this, but around 2015. Okay. You know, maybe yeah, but pretty recent. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I'd yeah. say give or take a year. Yeah. And I don't because know how I, can I remember because you, because you know why I'll tell you, I remember <laughs> this I, I, because because when we opened up the Golden One Center, the event that they had outside the arena the unveiling of the arena, David Stern was there. And I remember walking up to him and I'm like, you going to Switzerland soon? He goes, <laughs> and he puts his, he puts his finger up against his lips and he goes, Shh. and I'm like, okay, you know? So it, 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 yeah, very funny. Yep. Yeah, that is pretty funny. That is pretty funny. Did yep. you hear uh, Dave this morning talked about David Stern? Somebody like they had brought up the topic of uh, Tim Donaghy and, speaking about how like the game six was rigged and everything like that. Did you hear Dave's take this morning about like, no. uh, you did? I did not. I don't listen to oh. the radio station anymore. Oh, got you. Got you. He was saying basically that he thinks there's, there was three reasons why David Stern fought so hard for, um, you know, Sacramento to keep his team. The first is that he didn't want to be known as relocation, uh, a relocation commissioner. And then the second That's reason. true. Yeah, second reason being that he had a gripe against Seattle and and uh, the politicians there, uh, and then the third thing being that David might have had a little bit of guilty uh, remorse when it comes to the fans of Sacramento and and uh, what Tim Donaghy had <laughs> basically accused the NBA of rigging the Game Six. Curious what your thoughts are on that. Well, I agree with Dave uh, completely on the first two. I do not agree on the third. I don't think that had anything to do with the Kings staying. But the first two, I agree 100% with uh, Dave. I think he's spot on uh, with the first two. Third one, I don't necessarily agree with that. I mean, we'll never know. You know, uh, the commissioner, unfortunately, is, uh, has passed away. So we'll never really know. But I, I don't believe so. I, I believe it was, first and foremost, uh, I, I do agree he didn't want to be associated with a team re relocating like Sacramento. But I think the constant fan support was the biggest reason for the Sacramento Kings to stay in Sacramento. I felt, I, I feel he thinks as a commissioner, it would be so wrong to take a team away from a community that has supported it over the years when they've been bad for almost every year they've been in town. That's what I think. Yeah. Do you know, like, obviously, aside from the, the politics in Seattle, it seemed like I lived up in Washington for a couple of years and those guys, this is post Supersonics era. And those guys still are uh, passionate about the super, Supersonics. It oh, seems yeah. like they have yeah. a very, very avid fan base. Do you know, like, I was a kid when they moved. Do you know kind of like how that allowed, like how that was allowed and how it happened so quickly? Well, first of all, had the city and the mayor done more 
like Kevin Johnson had done for Sacramento, the Sonics would have never moved. But when you got right down to it, they had built a beautiful facility for the Seahawks, built a beautiful facility for the Mariners, and the city basically was saying no to the Sonics and Key Arena. And at that point, they picked up and left. There was a little bit more to that. But had the city done their part, which the league really wanted, the league wanted a private-public partnership with all of their teams for the most part. They didn't get that in Seattle, and so uh, they took off. Hey, Cody, I got some other calls. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for chiming in. Uh, we are going to get to – let's try Richard again, all right, because I love talking to Richard and – We'll give him another try. We'll see if we can get this straightened out. All right, Richard, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, can you hear me? Yep, hear you great. Okay, awesome. I, I I think it was my – I had my AirPods in, and that's what I've been using. Now okay. I've just got you on speakerphone on the phone, so it should be a better okay. deal. But anyway, so now we got past that. Uh, you know, that's funny where you're talking about that, you know, the the good feeling about being somewhere and nobody knows you, you know, because right. I, I actually had a restaurant in Oregon for nine years, and it was in a small town. And then I moved back to Sac Sacramento after the nine years that I struggled, hit and worked up my butt off. And, I, and it was so refreshing to come to a place where, you know, you walk through the store and nobody knows you. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, this feels so good, you know? And I didn't realize it because in a small town, you know, it's like Mayberry, you know, everybody knows you, right? But um, yeah, anyway. you know, and again, I, 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 love, I love talking to the people. It's not like I don't enjoy uh, yeah. conversing, but it's all the time. But it, more than that, it's the stares that you get. So I'd be out to, you know, lunch <laughs> or dinner and, you know, people are staring at you and you, they, yeah. they, they know who you are. And I'm fine with that. But it's like yeah. you're on you're on all the time when you're not in your house. And it's right. just like it's just um, it's it's part of what you do. And I, again, I'm doing a, I can't even imagine what it's like for an Aaron Rodgers or a Tiger Woods or a Tom Brady. I mean, they have zero private life. I don't even know what they do to have a private life. I can't even imagine because I know what it's like and I'm nobody. I'm only in Sacramento. I can't even imagine what it's like when you go everywhere around the country, you know? So, Richard, appreciate it. Thank you very much. Good hearing from you and I appreciate you chiming back in. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls. Good day of phone calls. I really appreciate that here on Listen App. And uh, Jason, all you need to do is hit your hand icon or your uh, microphone icon and we'll get you uh, right on. All right. We will uh, do that. All right. But right now you don't have your microphone icon on, so I'm not going to be able to talk with you. So while you learn how to do that, I'm going to put you right back in the audience, Jason, and then you can come back on with me when you know how to hit that uh, microphone icon. Anyone else want to come on? Again, just raise your hand and we will be happy to do that. You know, again, I don't want to paint the wrong picture. I enjoy talking to a lot of people. Well, that's why I'm doing this show, obviously. If I didn't like talking to you, I wouldn't be doing the show every day. So I, I love that part of it. But it, it is just so different when I am back in Northern California. And when I'm here, it's um, just, you know, I, I'm going to go for a walk later. I'm going to go for a beautiful walk. And there will be a lot of, well, I mean, I'll be passing people and nobody go, hey, Grant. Hey, you're Grant Napier. And then they want to talk to you. And, I, you know, if I'm in Sacramento and I go for a walk, well, maybe I'll stop for, you know, five or six different times to uh, talk with people. And again, I enjoy that. But there are times when you just want to do what you want to do. And it's the same thing at the gym. I would go work out and uh, I would very often have people come up to me and they want to talk about the game that was last night. They want to talk about a call. And they'd be very nice to go, hey, Grant, I hate to bother you while you're working out, but I, can I ask you this? I'm like, yeah, sure. And, you know, we're chatting. Or, you know, again, it's just part of being a public figure. And again, it's not a bad thing. If people didn't know who you were, then you wouldn't be successful. And if you don't like it, stay in your house. I always tell people, if you don't like it, stay in your house. I like talking to people. So it was okay. But it's just like you're always on, I guess is the best way to say it. And here in Miami, I walk out, nobody knows me. and I, I really enjoyed that but would i go back to sacramento yeah i mean if the opportunity was the right one for me yeah you know i don't know how much longer i'll live here in miami i've enjoyed it we moved here in september of 2020 
I could live in a lot of different places. I told you I could live in Thailand. You know, I love Thailand. I could easily live over there. I love living. I love going there. And I was just there for a wedding uh, back in over the holidays. And I have to go back over there for another big event coming up in the summer. And I enjoy going over there. I like the culture. I like the people. I like the fact that it doesn't cost a lot to be there. Uh, we'll see. So Sacramento, we'll see. You know what? I'm not looking that far ahead. I'm keeping every opportunity open. I'm keeping every door open. And if Sacramento's the place for me to go back, then I will love it and I'll cherish it. And we'll get right back on the horse and we'll do what we were doing for, you know, a couple of decades. So it's all good. All right. Again, I want to hear from you before we adjourn for the day, hit the hand icon uh, and we will do it again. The three games uh, in the NBA tonight. And you have Miami trying to go up to love on Atlanta. And I believe that they will. Minnesota and Memphis, I think I think all three home teams will win tonight. I like Miami. I like Memphis. And I think Phoenix will go up to love on New Orleans. So, but the big game is that Memphis and Minnesota game. Memphis cannot lose this game and win the series, uh, in my opinion. They've had a couple of days off, make adjustments, uh, and figure it out. All right, so that game is at 5.30 Pacific. The Hawks and the Heat start coming up in about uh, 45 minutes. And then the night game, the late game, is the Pelicans and the Suns. So back to the Warriors. Poole, you got Klay Thompson, Steph Curry. They're on a roll right now, aren't they? And how happy are you for Klay Thompson? That's another consummate professional. That guy's great. Really love the way he goes about his profession uh, and his business. Really enjoy that. Really do. Big time. I'll tell you, the Warriors, if they get a little mojo going here and they stay healthy, right? They could be, they could be a team that you end up watching in the NBA Finals. You know, if they're able to get their, their momentum, get in a rhythm, and stay healthy. Think about what they could do. Imagine them matched up with the Phoenix Suns in the Western Conference Finals. Wow. What would those games be like? And I'm not discounting anyone else. But I don't see Denver winning four or five games the rest of the way here. I just don't. If the Warriors are healthy, they're going to win this series. Boy, they look good. Brian, you're on with Grant on Listen Up. Hey, Brian. Hey, Grant. How have you been? It's been a minute. Hey, Brian, how about yourself, you. buddy? I'm doing good. A couple topics worth uh, uh, one of your opinion. I've been in and out. I heard you yesterday in, uh, on with your show with uh, Kruger. He, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe you said that you think he believes that the Niners uh, may be looking to or may end up trading uh, Debo Samuel. Is that correct? Yes, he thinks. He thinks they will, yes. Uh, I did not hear your response or whatever. I just was curious your thoughts on that, or uh, since I have not heard the show, what he based that on. Just curious a little bit more about that. As He's basing that fan, on the – yeah. I'm sorry. I'll let you finish. I apologize. Go ahead. Fan, I think that's one guy you want to pay. He means a lot. He's shown durability. He's, uh, he's the real deal, and I would hate to see the Niners lose that guy. I said the same thing to Larry. Larry thinks it's because, you know, they're not going to give him a $70 million signing bonus. When you look at the market of receivers, the market for wide receivers has gone up. I said the same thing to Larry. I said, here's the problem with trading Debo Samuel. You can make the argument that in the second half of the year, he was the most valuable player on the 49ers. And he does a lot of things for that team. So Larry thinks, well, you could get a couple of really high draft picks for him from the Jets. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But that's assuming that you draft properly. And who's to say that you're going to draft a player that ends up being as good as Debo Samuel. Chances are they won't be. I mean, you could, um, but Larry thinks the economics of it is not going to be able to keep Debo Samuel. And I also said this to him. I said, you know, because he's big on Trey Lance. And listen, Trey Lance may be that guy, but we don't know that yet. So you're looking at a 49ers team that could conceivably 
go into next season without two guys that were instrumental in their success in Jimmy Garoppolo and Debo Samuel. Now, you might say, well, gee, Grant, the Niners had a really good defense. They had a good running game, and Garoppolo was just a part of it. Okay, he's still the quarterback, and in a span of three years, had a Super Bowl and an NFC championship. That's pretty damn good. I don't know about Trey Lance. I haven't seen Trey Lance play enough to know whether or not he's going to be able to get this team, you know, one game further than Garoppolo. I would say it's highly unlikely that Trey Lance is going to be able to take this team in his first year as a starter to the NFC title game. I'm not saying impossible. I mean, I look at what Patrick Mahomes did and how good he was when he took over for Alex Smith, but I don't see that in Trey Lance just yet. So if you lose Debo Samuel, okay, and now you have Trey Lance at quarterback, Explain this to me. How are the 49ers supposed to be better this year? I, I just don't see it. No, I don't see it at all. You take Debo off the field, and in fact, you said it a moment ago. I, I, conversations I had, he he was an MVP candidate. He, that guy did so much. Uh, yes. I don't. I think he did not play in the Seattle game when we went up there. We lost. You have to account for what that guy does. Now, over time, I could see, obviously, being the threat as a running back, so to speak. But the guy is just a beast he's a he's a rare breed and and you got to pay that guy and i you know you take him off the field and you put in trey lance then that just made the defensive coordinator's job a lot easier in my opinion unless you know you know barring i'm with you they they bring another receiver on or whatever it's just it it takes the uh, dynamic aspect of that offense and you know have him removed and i just i don't like that at all I'm with you. You and I are on the same page. I don't like it either. I don't think the Niners get better this year losing Debo Samuel. Now, you could say, well, they might get a couple of top draft picks. Well, that's fine, but you got to draft the right person, and that person needs to be pretty damn good to be better than yeah, Debo Samuel. Yeah, my understanding was they – I know the, the, the price tag of a receiver has gone up with this offseason, but yes. they have diligently planned for signing Debo as well as uh, – oh, oh, the – Oh, the, the stud on uh, defense. I'm drawing a huge blank. No, uh, they, 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 no, they have, they have, but, but they, they also didn't think that the wide receiver market would go up the way it has this year. The wide receiver market has gone through the roof. I mean, it really yeah. has. Look at the salaries that are out there. I mean, it's unbelievable, is it not? Oh yeah. No, I, I agree. If it was here below that, of course, I would not be on board with that. But to me, he's shown every year he's gotten better. He's durable. He's one guy that I think fits the bill like you and I were just described. I mean, so. you, you, you have to pay Nick Bosa, all right? That's the guy. Um, I'm sorry. I was drawing a Oh, yeah, yeah. Bosa. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's not like that, you know, you have a hard cap in the NFL, and there's only so much money to go around. And with the way wide receivers are getting paid right now, they may, and that's what Larry's point was, he doesn't think they're going to be able to have the money to make Debo Samuel happy, and thus they will then work on a trade. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Well, anyhow, just uh, appreciate your extended thoughts on that. We'll talk to you again. Brian, always good hearing from you, buddy. You take care. All right, good call. I mean, Bosa's going to get whatever he wants. I mean, he's one of the very best players on defense in the National Football League, right? I mean, he's just he's clearly one of the top five players in the league. You could say he's number one. You could say he's two, three, but he's top five. That's not even debatable. So he's you got to pay him. You can't lose him. And they're not going to lose him. Maybe, maybe. And Larry's point was you could get a couple of high picks for Samuel. And maybe you, you, you have a running back. You have a wide receiver that can do what Samuel does. I mean, I understand Larry's point about the money. I get that. But I don't think you get better losing a player that was arguably your most valuable player on offense last year. And you could probably remove, arguably, I think George Kittle makes that offense go. But let's say you don't want to go Kittle. Who was more valuable than Debo Samuel for the 49ers last year? I don't think you can name a player, right? Giants lose in 10 uh, in the first game of the uh, doubleheader, 5-4. to four. So, again, the Mets in 10 uh, beat the Giants uh, by the score of 5-4. to four. All right, let's get to uh, some more people that want to chime in here. And uh, we always like talking to Al. Hello, Al. How are you? Nate, man, I'm good, buddy. But I got to tell you, I got I to take that damn uh, 
uh, unconscious bias uh, uh, seminar thing. My company's scheduled me for it, and I'm like, you know, I don't know. I guess they set the set the snooze alarm and fucking you know wake up just as I have to go back to my regular job. You know, so You're ridiculous. Funny, but I, 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 I just Thanks. Uh, I just was want to. I love your your statement on Steph. It just brought chills, you know, for me because it's just he's so. I try to think as a fan and the Warriors, even as a team, uh, how many players are that unselfish? A superstar. We're not talking yep. about even a role player. We're talking about a superstar, probably a first ballot Hall of Famer if he keeps going. Yep. And you know, it's just so. I, I just so the word is refreshing. I think someone threw out there, or maybe you did. It's just I love it. I mean, I'm old school like you. And you know, when we watched football originally when we were kids, those guys played it for the love of the game because they they were working second jobs to make yeah. ends meet. And then as yeah. far as the, the fan behavior, personally, I, I I hate being sitting next to fans who. You know, I think it's it doesn't rocket science to figure. Okay, your example of Vernon Maxwell, which I didn't know, that that was despicable. Yeah. With that fan, I mean, I'm not gonna. I, no, it was. It was despicable. That, that was uh, I, that was just I don't know a strong enough word to put it. That's so. It's not even insulting. It's just, oh my goodness, you know. Well, I so think alcohol that, is the number one. Uh, reason that we have so many issues uh, at our sporting events, and that's not going anywhere. I mean, the amount of money that professional teams make on beer sales, beer advertising, and everything else, I mean, that's just the way it is. But my own experience, and I've been to thousands and thousands of games, yeah. most of the time, an unruly fan is intoxicated. You know what? Alcohol fueled stupidity. You know, I've been there in my younger years, I, you know, probably was more yeah. serious. I mean, I've kind of matured a little bit, but yeah, you're you're probably right. Probably was a was a alcohol. But you know, at the same time, you know, I remember reading about watching Jimmy Connors in one of the 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 majors, and I was reading a, a recap on it in, on, in the sports page, and I guess uh, the, the writer said a fans yelled, "Come on, Jimmy!" in the middle of of the final, one of the big tournaments, and he says. Jimmy says, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. Yes, that's exactly right. I'm yeah. paraphrasing because I just recall yeah. Jimmy just he said that. And so, you know, it's just your examples that you use. You know, it's just you've spoken to the broad brush and it just don't personal. Keep it personal, personal family. Oh, geez. Now your family's off limits. Wives are off limits. Moms are off limits. Any family members off limits. Sexuality is off limits. Race is off limits. I mean, it's called common sense as a fan. You know, if you want to say you suck, that's not off limits. Um, but but you can't. You know, there there are there are areas that you can't cross over. That's for sure. And you know what, Nate? We spoke. You used that term, common sense. Common sense is nowhere to be found in social media. Nope. You almost, you almost common sense like is nowhere to a common sense is nowhere to be found in America. Common sense doesn't exist in America anymore. I mean, thank God, and I, I hate to get off on a tangent. Thank God, as I go on an airplane Thursday, now I don't have to wear a mask. I don't have a problem if the person sitting next to me does have a mask. But, you know, again, I go back to common sense. You know, if you have 100 people on an airplane and you serve a refreshment, and a, you know, a drink and a snack, and then 80% of the people take their masks off to eat and drink, like, what the hell purpose is that? I mean, it's just, again, I go back to common sense. There's no yeah. common sense left in our country anymore. It really, right. had, the, the common sense doesn't exist. You're so right, man. Common sense. You must, and you and me, we're shaking our head. I mean, I'm, I'm in a casino with my son, and you had to wear a mask during that time. I think it was Thunder Valley. And, and, the, and the way the person goes, sir, you have to keep your mask on. But I said, but I'm, I have a drink. I'm drinking. Well, Take it off when you're taking sips. I go, really? Yeah, every yeah, I, I know. Lower the mask every. Take a sip. Put the mask back oh. on. Lower. <laughs> there's a lot anyway. of there's a lot of things there's a lot of things that uh, don't make uh, don't add up. But I'll tell you what, Al. I always appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. Yeah. 
And uh, it's always good talking to you. I don't think you're you're welcome, buddy. I don't think there's a. I just hope they they get the fans under control because some things like yep. the Vernon Maxwell example that's just absolutely yes, terrible. Take care, buddy. Have a good night. See you. Yep, you too. Again, I don't want to get off on a tangent here, but I look at common sense doesn't exist in America anymore. It just doesn't. It it just doesn't. The stupidity of things that happen in this country defy logic. It just defies logic. It it really does. So I always use common sense, not only in sports, but in real life. I don't I don't know what happened to common sense in this country. It went out the window. It just went out the freaking window. And it's sad because it's affecting a lot of walks of life. It really is. It, it's, uh, it's affecting a lot. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, tomorrow, as I said, uh, we'll be doing it again at 3 o'clock. Uh, again, that update, the uh, Giants lose in uh, 10 that first game uh to the Mets uh by the score of 5 to 4 and you got your uh, first NBA playoff game uh will be starting in about 40 minutes with Miami hosting Atlanta and then an hour later Minnesota is going to try to go up to love on Memphis and then you have New Orleans and Phoenix all right uh, baseball, the uh, Nats beat the Diamondbacks earlier, six to one. As I told you, uh, the Mets win the first game there against the uh, Giants, uh, five to four. Yanks are in Motown. They have put two on the board. They got runners on the corners with two outs in the first. They lead uh, two to nothing. We'll keep you up to date on everything else tomorrow. We'll talk about the uh, three NBA games. Hopefully, uh, nothing bad in the world of sports that we have to get into. But you don't know. You just never know. Oh, yeah, and by the way, the National Hockey League is coming down to the wire. So if you ever want to talk hockey, I am happy to do that as well. I love talking puck, love talking NHL. And then, as I said, next week, uh, we'll get into the NFL draft a little bit more leading up to round one of the NFL draft. Um, It's interesting. There isn't a consensus, number one, but you have uh, Thursday, April 28th, then Friday, then Saturday. So round one on Thursday, rounds two to three on Friday, and they stretch it out with rounds four to seven on Saturday. And again, we'll get into it a little bit. We'll get into it a little bit. Uh, looks like Hutchinson's projected number one right now, but uh, that could change. Could be an offensive lineman. Uh, could be a lot of different areas. All right. So listen, thank you so much. Always great. Really appreciate all the phone calls today. Means a lot. Appreciate the support. And I'm looking forward to getting back tomorrow at three o'clock. Uh, and we will do it again. Oh, but, you know, I can't leave without talking to Mr. John without his helmet. I always got to try. I can't say I can't leave John hanging. John, how the hell are you, buddy? I'm doing all right, Grant. How are you? I'm good, man. What can I do for you? Well, I just want to say 50 grand is a night out to Kyrie. You know, it's a night out. <laughs> some of the boys, right. And he might double that and take, the, hey, you know what? Bring your girls, too. It's nothing to him, and that's almost his attitude, too. And with a lot of the players, and I'm going to say a lot of the players, I don't think most of the players. I still think most of the players do it because they absolutely love the game so much, and even yep. more so the ones that aren't getting paid as much. Yep. And, you know, with, agree, more, money, with more money comes more attitude like that. So, yep. you know, yep. that's that's what I have to say about that aspect. And money, you know, absolutely it makes it makes it happen like that anyways because once you start getting the money 
you don't want to give it up. You know, that's the last thing they want to do is give it up. So it, it becomes silly. But a $50,000 fine, hey, if he added another zero onto that and it was a $500,000 fine, you know, that's yeah, be a big difference. A game check. That's almost a day's yeah. work for him. And, you know, that's a nice day's work. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> Unbelievable. Know, so that's just, that's just right. how it goes. All right, buddy. Good hearing from you. Hey, Grant, you're off Thursday. Well, I'm gone until Monday or Tuesday surfing in the rain. It's going to be great. And I will talk to you next week, my friend. Sounds good. Stay safe, buddy. Appreciate I'll it. Do my, I'll do my best. Yep. I'll look for sharks right, for man, you. Be good. <laughs> yeah, stay away from the sharks, all right? Yeah. All right, tomorrow, back at 3 o'clock. Again, thanks, everybody. Really appreciate it. And Grant Napier saying so long, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.